This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. You're listening to phoenixradio.com.au. You're listening to Spaced Out. I'm Patrick, and it's time for... The Universe in Our Mind with Dr. Rachel Hanna. That's right, The Universe in Our Mind. It's back. We're back. How are you going, Rachel? I'm doing well, Patrick. How are you? I am fantastic. So this week's topic... We're asking, why do we see the issues are beginning to affect younger children and what can we do uh, What can we do to combat them? Mm. Simple, simple. It's a really <laughs> complicated question. It is, it's isn't it? It's an excellent question and it's a very good question because we are seeing more children in private practice and teenagers than ever before. And there is some new um, data out even uh, yesterday in the Australian newspaper, the front page Uh, was about some recent data suggesting that the mental health crisis amongst teenagers is worse than we thought. So, um, you know, I I have talked a lot with my colleagues about why are children and teenagers presenting more with anxiety, depression and other mental health challenges. I think it's a complex answer because it's a complex issue. I think the internet is part of it. Um, and screen time. I mean, most people who've, you know, most people listening will probably have an intuition about that. Um, I think the school curriculum is more and more jam-packed compared to, say, 20, 30 years ago. I think teachers are more burnt out. I think parents are having to work longer hours and probably have more anxiety around money and work. So I think there's a few factors that come together to make um, lives more stressful for children and young people. Uh, and, but the internet seems to play a big role, and I'm talking about social media, um, media, gaming, apps, uh, virtual reality, texting, smartphones, you know, the whole, the whole gamut. Yeah, 100%. And the, the social media aspect of it is something that has definitely affected me as well. I've found myself in huge ruts talking to people online and screen time of not being able to get off my phone and it's yeah. been horrible to the point where I've had to delete social media for times on end. Is yeah. there yeah. is there a simple fix for this or is there is it a deeper rooted thing where a lot mm. of people need to come together and sort of... Mm. It's interesting that you talk about deleting apps. I've had a lot of young adult clients and teenage clients download apps that will turn their phone off or disable their other apps or you know yep. make it harder for them to stay in their screen addictions. Uh, and I think they do work for some people. Um, you know, I think scheduling real life uh, interactions with other humans is is really good idea. So if people can be planful and actually have in their diary, you know, um, club meets that they might do, sport, uh, you know, times they're going to go to the gym, whatever they can do that's not on screens. And if you schedule it, it's more likely to get done. Um, but the internet's not going away and apps <laughs> and gaming, and this is not going to go away. I actually gave a presentation to a room full of educators a couple of years ago. And so for that, I had to look into digital health interventions. So there are actually gamified empathy and social skill building uh, sites and apps, such as the Lost Summer, which is a high school based one or university based one, which is all about building relationships. Third World Pharma, there's a bunch of them. You could, there's probably more since I looked. These gamified sort of ed tech um, programs that actually help us get in touch with our feelings and needs, build relationships, build shame resilience, uh, encourage self-acceptance, as opposed to a lot of what people experience on social media and online, which is 
you know, shame and anxiety and exclusion and ostracization and isolation. So we can actually kind of use technology to our advantage if we know what's out there. It could be the devil or the angel on our shoulder, can't it? Exactly. So you did touch briefly on scheduling real life events around it to try and combat the, the screen addictions. Mm. What is something that we could do to hold accountability for that? Like what's going to stop us from just going, oh, I'll go to the gym later or oh, I'll see my friend tomorrow and actually getting off the screens? Well, for me and a lot of people I know, the number one thing that holds us to account is n- knowing someone's expecting us <laughs> so, or, or paying. You know, if I've paid for six classes in something, I've, I'm more likely to go because I've paid. Yep. If I'm meeting a friend for a walk at 5 a.m. or 5 p.m., you know, they're turning up. I don't want to let them down. If I play in a team, then I don't want to let the team down. So I think we can hack our own, you know, uh, wobbly willpower by kind of invoking uh, expectation in others that we will turn up. Um, that that's the best tip I've got for that. Awesome. Thank you so much. This, uh, it's been Spaced Out, talking the universe in our mind with Rachel Hannum. Thank you very much for coming along. Thanks, Pam. Awesome. And we'll speak to her again next week on another in-depth, amazing topic. So stick around for that and more right here on phoenixradio.com.au.